This week's episode of the House of Lords podcast has been brought to you by us. Yes, it's brought to you by us. So if you would like to help us sustain this podcast and grow this podcast, here's a few great ways you can do so. You could share the link to our podcast on your social medias. Let it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even MySpace if you're feeling nostalgic. Yeah, use the hashtag BlurredPod. That's our hashtag. You can join the conversations that we're having. Let us know what you think about the things that we're talking about. On Twitter, you can use the hashtag PodIn. That's a now listening hashtag. Those other people know what you're listening to as well. It's a great way to find other podcasts by creators of color. If you want to step it up a little bit and you want to help us out financially, you can check out our Patreon located at patreon.com forward slash house of blurs. We keep it simple there. You can donate as little as a dollar a month up to even more, whatever you're so inclined to do. Um, there's some great giveaways on there, depending on the different tier levels. Definitely check it out. Or if you're not too big on commitment, you can visit our PayPal at House of Blurds, and you can just hit us with a one-time donation because anything counts. Yes, every dollar counts. Any notes that are left with those donations, being on Patreon or on PayPal, will be read out on the show. So we'll definitely give you a shout out because we greatly appreciate it. Again, thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Welcome to this week's episode of There Will Be Spoilers, presented by the House of Blurs podcast. We are your host. We've got Mo here. Yo. Got Armani. What's popping, guys? And I'm Nicole, of course. So let's go ahead and jump into this episode. We are going to wrap up season seven because tonight we will be doing season eight. Season eight comes back on tonight. So let's jump into it. Season seven, episode one, Dragonstone. So basically, you leave one wolf alive. And the sheep are never safe. This episode opens up with Arya at the phrase. This was probably, and now I'm like going back over this. I'm not going to put this. This is not in my top for top episodes. But this is probably the best opening of a season of an episode. Period. Like Arya came up in that bitch and was like, this is what this from is what all of it was gate. for. I said from the gate. Yeah. It's like ready to pop off. We already knew season seven was going to be short and we were set up for that, but it was like, they started off with, okay, this, we about to get seven episodes worth of like shit's happening. Shit's going to move. We tying up some loose ends already. All the phrase are dead. Yeah. Definitely one of my favorite scenes. Killer Aria is in full effect and she puts all the training she's got to use using them faces. So 
Yeah, she she got kicked or she left the house of black and white, but clearly she learned enough while she was there to be probably one of the most deadliest people on this show at this point. Yeah, it's or like, one of those people that like drop out of Harvard um, and then end up owning a, a multi-million dollar company. That's a great point. Like, <laughs> you went to Harvard and you did grad school at like, like the University of Miami or something like that. Like, clearly... <laughs> you down, you down in Miami, and you just left Harvard. It's just like, all right, let me. In Bravo's, everybody like this, and what you know, Westeros, everybody not like this. So now I'm the, I'm the cold butter killer in Westeros. I never seen nothing like this. No, that was uh, just amazing. So Bran comes to the wall. So Bran makes it to the wall. Him and uh, Mira, Mira gets Bran to the wall. And he comes through. We get the discussion going on in Winterfell about uh, who should be running things and whether or not they're going to back Jon Snow. Uh, and Lady Mormont, this is when she, you know, calls out everybody for sitting on their ass and not answering the call. And, you know, we get the King of the North. Poor Ned and Alice. Like, those kids were not ready for this moment. Like, how do you just call on them and say, so is y'all going, you know, y'all down for the cause or not? Nah? Because we kind of contemplating taking y'all castles and shit from y'all. Like, were they gonna say no? Yeah. And be homeless? If you realize in that scene, though, it really brings to your attention the fact that the North is literally run by 12-year-olds and, like, 85-year-old men. There's no in-between. Facts. <laughs> like, at this, because of Rob's war, all of the adults are dead. Oh, you're right, you're right. I didn't even take that into consideration. Yeah, because of Rob's war. All their parents went off to fight in Rob's war and they all died. So now it's being run by Jon Snow and the Munchkins. <laughs> so Cersei and Jamie, they talk about Tyrion and Danny then linked up. So that news has gotten back to Cersei. This is when Cersei makes that comment about Tommen betraying her. I was like, damn, like she felt, I, this is obviously this is when she makes a comment. So we know that that's what she was thinking when all that shit was going on. Um, and she was cool with them just, like, fucking burning his body. Because she made that comment at the end of the last episode. She was like, just burn the body and leave the ashes where the, uh, sept once stood. So, it's like, damn. Mom of the Year Award. <laughs> Walder Frey news travels fast. So, they also know the Freys are dead. But they don't know who did it. Although, Arya pretty much, you know, straight up said, you know, you make sure that they know that winter came for the Freys. And all the members. Yes. So Except evidently that. <laughs> uh, Euron Greyjoy comes to King's Landing, so Cersei introduces Jamie to Euron, and he ain't feeling him. No shit. So we get the start of Sam in his training, and this was just a whole lot of I didn't need to see Sam going through all this. Like, okay, most unnecessary transitional scene in history, and nastiest. Yeah, there was a point when I was like, "Are we done yet?" <laughs> like, yeah, all it. that like all that gagging he was doing, I was like, okay, all right, I'm about to go throw up real quick. Uh. Tormund spots Brienne. This is when the Tormund Brienne love at first sight happens, and yeah, so now I'm torn. Like it's a triangle, it's a love triangle. It's gonna be Tormund and Brienne, or it's gonna be Jamie and Brienne. Like, what's gonna happen? It's really all I care about in the season eight. Let's let's just be real. Uh, let's see. Sansa's done with Peter Baelish. You know, she makes it clear. She's like, you know, you are just a piece of shit and I don't need you. I'm good. I'm at home. I'm with my people. I'm safe. I got Brienne. And I mean, you're only here because of Knights of the Veil. Like, which truthfully, she could have just took them from him too. But 
you know, Sam, like, who y'all want to ride with? Do y'all, do y'all care? Yes, like pick a side. Um, I really doubt they would have picked Littlefinger over Sansa at that point. I'm like, nah, we just gonna go home. So <laughs> we get a uh, Ed Sheeran in the forest. Sansa, I mean, uh, Arya walks up on a uh, Ed Sheeran and that little band of Lannister men out there. <laughs> Completely forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> that damn cameo. To be honest, <laughs> that random ass cameo. I was like, what the fuck? I went back and when I watched it again, I was like. What the fuck is that shit? Oh yeah, that's right. He did say. <laughs> I think Conor McGregor's supposed to be in season eight at some point too. Oh god, hopefully he dies. Um, See, that's the kind of fame I would like to accomplish. Is I can make cameos on shows just because the actors are a fan of me. Or because you're like, a fan of the show and you're famous enough. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> word. <laughs> sure. Whichever way you want to take it. Whichever way you want to take it. <laughs> that was like on the end of. That happened the last season of Sons of Anarchy. There were a couple mm-hmm. little like we're f- that no nah, fuck they're not a couple. There was mad we're fans of Sons cameos in the last probably two seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Um, but yeah, that that you know that tends to happen like when shows are going off for sure. Uh, Arya is a drinker, so not only is she a killer, but she a drinker. <laughs> she was just putting it up to the head. She didn't been through some shit, so I guess it makes sense she would be drinking. And how old is she at this point? <laughs> Uh, I say like 13, 14? 14. I'll put her at 14. Act live fact checking. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, I mean, she, she deserves a drink. So let's see. The hound ends up back with. Oh, no. The... Arya is 18 in season eight. As of season eight, she'll be 18. So the hound's back with. He's running around with the Brotherhood Without Banners, and they come up on that little house with that family that him and Arya had came across earlier and he took their money and she was like you know he was like they'll starve to death and they're gonna freeze anyway and that's sure enough what happened so you know we get the hound kind of just going full circle like we love good character development yeah and that's definitely happening for him so we see in that for sure we find out where jorah is he is at the citadel in a box because his grayscale has gotten worse and yeah, and he meets Sam. So season seven, episode two, Stormborn. Danny is a Dragonstone. Or we didn't even touch about the fact that she even got the Dragonstone. That oh was yeah, whole... she came to Dragonstone and she <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the fucking episode. Finally returned to her childhood home. <laughs> yes, she returns to the place in which she was born. And then we're still we never got the question of who the fuck cleaned up after Stannis was there. Like we we talked about that earlier. Like the mess Stannis left, the babies in the jars. Who cleaned that shit up before Danny got back there? Is what I would like to know. We see his war room is still there because that table stood there with the shit on it, like the little pieces on it. Um, so that was still left behind. But I'd like to know who cleaned up the rest of that shit. But anyway, so season seven, episode two, Stormborn. And the, fun, and the funniest part about that cleanup was a piss poor job too, because it was like some parts was clean and other parts wasn't. For real, like just half-assedness. <laughs> Danny wants John to come bend the knee, so. The Red Woman was at Dragonstone, and we get, you know, her and Varys kind of going at each other a little bit. And she tells him, you know, send for Jon Snow, send for the King in the North. He'll tell you some things that he's seen. And Danny, and, you know, Tyrion, he he knows Jon well enough to know that he's a good guy. So it, that would probably be a good ally to have on their side. So Danny's like, yeah, tell him to come, but he's going to bend the knee. She did not take, she didn't have this attitude when Yara came to her. So it was like, dang, why are you coming with all this heat for John with the whole? Well, you're a king wanting to bend the knee. Because Yara wasn't a queen. 
John was a king of the north, so she thinks that obviously Yar getting smoked and leaving and her pledging. At the end of the day, Yar was trying to pledge fealty. You know what I'm saying? She was like, we coming here to give you our ships. We trying to join the cause. John was like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> I need some dragon glass. I ain't bending the knee to nobody. Not like that, but just in the reality of the real situation, it's like, yo, we got way more important things to think about. I don't care about none of this that you're talking about. And him being the king of the north, she's taking it as if, like, a king isn't pledging to his queen. Okay. All right. We said that. The Tarleys are... Mm-hmm. Isn't Melisandre at Dragonstone with them? Yeah, yeah. She, she hiding, though. She's mm-hmm. scared. Yeah, her ass wasn't coming up off that cliff. She's like, yeah, nah, I'm scared. She's doing no part of that. Um, and then she left. She was like, once John got there, and she was just like, yeah, now nah, I'm going to dip off, and I need to go to Volantis. I feel like that's going to play a part in here somewhere. Whatever the fuck she goes to Volantis to do is going to be interesting. Like, I want to know what she bringing back. Is she Does she got some weird store of, uh, like, Valerian steel held up somewhere? <laughs> this she whole about time. Come, yeah, she about to come up with an army of, like, red priestesses with Valerian steel out this bitch. So, <laughs> obviously, that's going to play some important part on it. The fact that she went back to Volantis. And she said, oh, no, y'all see me again because I got to die in this, you know, strange country just like you, Varys. And Varys like, oh. Clutching his pearls. Yep, so we got one one for the count next season. Varys is not making it. You can call that right now. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't want to call that this early. So, <laughs> I don't, I'm saying I, we start losing main characters episode two. Listen, but you know the best part about it is? We gonna find out because it's all the night, player. Yes, it is. <laughs> so the Tarly's useless asses end up at Westeros and they... Damn, play- you really, you talked about in the last episode and now you going in now. I mean, Dickon and whatever. Because they, they treated Sam like shit. Like, he, he, like, how you gonna treat your son like that? Like, that was fucked up. Like, Sam out here trying to do the right thing and just trying to, you know, please his dad. And his dad gave him no breathing room. Like, just stayed on his neck. Like, damn. And then the way he talked to Gilly. So, yeah. Fuck him. He wasn't very nice. Although, I really want to know where... Okay, never mind. I'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> the dragons... Uh, out here are a killing weapon. We get this great scene with Olena, Danny, Alaria Sand, and everybody. Like, and Yara. And they're all having this, like, this moment was great. And it was so short-lived. And we only got it once. Like, it only happened once. You got all these people in one in the same room together one time. And, yeah. Everybody got knocked off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not too long after this. <laughs> But it was great because Olena like straight up told Danny, she's like, look, you know, take it from an old woman, like be the dragon. You know, you keep taking Eric, these people keep trying to tell you basically to be a sheep and shit like that. And there's a lot of wise men who think they know things, but I've outlived them all. So at the end of the day, you're a dragon, be the dragon. Like those are probably the best words of advice given for sure. So Sam decides to treat Jorah. Because he read books, so now he's in here treating George Grayscale. That was terrible. Like, watching him carve away at that shit on Jorah. You didn't like, and then you cut didn't into like the, the pie. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you didn't like the, the pussy cinnamon roll? <laughs> Yo, that shit was, that was a hell of a transition. It was just like, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> the Citadel just seems gross. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that cut scene of Sam when he just... <laughs> Washing dishes and, and dumping and cleaning shit just back and forth. I was like, yeah, I could have done without that. <laughs> so Arya 
makes her making her way south because she said she was going to King's Landing because she's going to kill the queen. She straight up told those dudes that, and they looked at her like she was joking. So she was dead ass though. On her way, she makes it to that little. I guess it's a fork. It must be a fork in the road wherever the, that little restaurant is or little inn or whatever where hot pies at. Because she's by Heron Hall, correct? Uh, is it by Heron Hall? No, they left Heron Hall. They didn't stay at Heron Hall. I don't. It's it's gotta be somewhere between. Well, it's fucking somewhere between the Riverlands and and it's it's gotta be midway because she came from the phrase. So she was coming from like the northeast, making her way south. So I guess there must be a fork in the road coming from like the phrase and the Riverland or the Twins. And mm-hmm. then like you get hit the God's Road, you can either go north to Winterfell and or and or south to King's Landing is where this little shop is or whatever. But she gets there. And we see Hot Pie. I feel like now that I'm thinking about this, this was wrapping up some people. Like, I don't feel like we're ever going to see Hot Pie again. Like, this was I goodbye. Because Hot Pie been eating good. He wasn't that big. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't. definitely wasn't that big. <laughs> he did come back to Hot Pie. Hot Pie about 300 right now. <laughs> He's been eating well. He's been cooking well. His cooking skills been, got up. Yeah, exactly. He's been cooking. And whatever he's been cooking, he's been taste testing his own plate. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like that was probably the goodbye for Hot Pie. Like, that was the, the send-off for Hot Pie. Glad to see that, you know, he came up. And he told Arya... Like, <laughs> yeah, glad to see that he ain't dead. Yeah, I'm glad to see he's not dead. <laughs> That's what you really want to say. Glad to see he ain't dead. <laughs> but I know, if the dead get there, oh, they're going to eat good. I mean, but you know what? Maybe the White Walkers don't recruit fat guys because they didn't kill Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you know, y'all just want to slow us down. We are, That's they what already it is. dead. That's what it is. Don't recruit fat guys, but this big ass uh, giant, this big ass uh, giant, a uh, thousand pounds. Very useful. Don't recruit fat guys. <laughs> you just, you, boy, you fat guy racist. I'm not. I, I, I'm not personally. I'm just saying you the white one. Hey, to the common. To the common human being, I'm fat. I'm super overweight. I'm just saying, I appreciate. No, you don't. No, you don't. First you off, hating, you hating on that man. He he provides a <laughs> a great service to these people. He cooking for them. They can't cook for themselves. You seen when uh the hound when the hound and Arya rolled up on the dude the dude crib with the daughter that they killed. The nigga food was trash. <laughs> Hot pie in there making dire wolf of uh. <laughs> Direwolf bread treats. I'm just saying that maybe that means Hot Pie is safe, and I'll be happy that he's safe. <laughs> Let that man be great. <laughs> he is great. I'm saying nah, I'm, I'm happy. Like, nah. Hot Pie went from he's now a good 300 to a to the savior of Westeros with his uh, Direwolf cooking. Right. Like I know I'm gonna go. I guarantee you, Hot Pie known around this, around Westeros. They're gonna be like, listen, you go to the where's that? Where's that again? Somewhere on the God Road or on the Kings wherever, they're gonna be like, "Hey, there's this little tavern on, on the road. They got this fatty fat kid in there. Listen, you want to go eat there? You gonna eat anywhere? You gotta eat up in there because he's throwing down. Yeah, he got that good gravy with the brown butter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Talking about butter for thirty minutes. <laughs> I know he's known around Westeros just as much as Cersei and John. And everybody else. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, the John the King of the North. Yeah, yeah. John hey, listen, if you guys didn't know, John the King of the North, Cersei killed everybody. And oh, by the way, in between those travels, go holler at Hot Pie. Hot Pie got them hands and kitchens. Oh God, I hope he makes it. Hot Pie, um, first of his name, Baker of Bread. 
Yes. Talk to him. Hot pie. Oh, king, my. king of the kitchen. <laughs> Ruler of spices in the <laughs> in the breads. Breaker of timers. Yeah. First off. You know what I'm saying? Right. We got, hey, listen, we get put some respect on Hot Pie name. We're going to give him his respect. Give him his flowers while he is here. Yes. Yes, we're going to give him his flowers. The unbent, unbroken, unburnt. Nah, the unburnt. That's a real one. That's a real one. You got to keep the same Danny one because he ain't burning no food. He got to be the unburnt, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are terrible. So, I'm just saying, we can keep going. We can keep going. Arya sees Nymeria on the way. She Okay, so... He tells No, nah, I don't change the subject. We ain't no nope. hot pie. <laughs> hot pie tells Arya that John won the Battle of the Bastards and that he is now King of the North. So Arya's like, okay, well, maybe I'm not going to King's Landing. You know what I'm saying? Not only is he throwing down in the kitchen, he's saving Arya life. Because you he's know she wants King's Landing. He she to try to kill everybody and got smoke. So he said he reuniting families and saving lives on top of of filling them bellies, man. Hey, man, new eyes on uh, who's going to end up on the Iron Throne. I'm throwing hot pie in there as an eye. He's like a million to one. <laughs> but I'm putting $10 down on hot pie. <coughs> no, Arya's going to end up on the throne, and hot pie will be her hand. Ooh! Her <laughs> hand in the kitchen. You feel me? She's going to get all of the, the, the people right. <laughs> Everybody's going to be fatty fashion. So... Everybody is making their way to where they're supposed to be going. And oh, are we done with Hopper? Are we done with Hopper? Yeah, we're done with... For now. For now, we're, we're done, done with Hopper. Armani, we done with Hopper? Yeah, we done with Hopper. All right, okay, right, <laughs> So, everybody's making their way to where they're supposed to be going. The Greyjoys are ferrying Alara Sand back to Dorne because they're going to go get, you know, the Dornish army. But that don't go as planned because Euron shows up and fucks shit up and murders everybody. Um... I don't appreciate how fast the sand snakes went down on this here debacle of shit. Like, I no, feel like they went. No, 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 no. Not how fast the sand snakes went down. How fast did this nigga make a million ships to catch up to these people? <laughs> well, talking about them Game of Thrones continuity lines, like, bro, you just got bad ships now. They had, yeah, literally, they had nothing, like, barely anything left. Nothing. But nothing. And he made a big boat too. Well, I mean, I guess he had. He probably had his boat. But yeah, you made all these boats and. You still had all these people left on the Iron Islands, like to come in here and do all this. Like that was just. You made all these boats, like in like three episodes. Yeah, it's like three or four. It's like four episodes. Ridiculousness. Hey, hold on one second. Oh, never mind. Okay, was your phone vibrating? Yeah, it was. Okay, I thought it was me. I was like, where is it? Yara gets taken captive. Two of the Sand Snakes are dead. Theon goes full reek, jumps off the boat. And Yara's just looking like, I don't I don't think Yara was even surprised. Like what, what the fuck was he going to do? Like Euron just took out mad people. What did you think Theon was gonna do? Like he wasn't about try. to stop him. <laughs> well <laughs> try and die, like what is dead may never die. We know that ain't true. Right. Um, <laughs> so episode three, the Queen's Justice. John reaches Dragonstone. Fire and ice are finally together. Uh, this is actually when Varys and the Red Priest have a little conversation. John is the king in the north. This is when Masande gives, you know, Danny all the respect on her name. And Davos is just like, and Jon Snow, king in the north. And John's looking like, that's all you got. Like, <laughs> He's really getting a look at like, that's it, nigga? <laughs> like, that's, that's all we came with, huh? That's, that's it. <laughs> 
Euron delivers the Sand Snakes to, well, he delivers Alaria and Nymeria to Cersei, who gets her justice for uh, Marcella. So she puts Alaria and her daughter down in the dungeon, chains them together, and then she kisses Nymeria with the same stuff that they used to kill Marcella. So now this is season, I mean, this is episode three of season seven. Marcella died on a boat ride back. Like, Marcella was dead before the boat even left, like, the shore of Dorne. So, it's pretty safe to say they're dead. At least Nymeria's dead. Now, whether or not Alaria's still alive, although you would assume she starved to death this season at some point. No, no, no. They're keeping Alaria alive. Because she said, you're going to sit here and you're going to watch her rot. And if you don't eat, we're going to make you eat. So, we're going to assume that Nymeria died and they're still keeping Alaria alive just to make her suffer? Yeah, that's what she said she was going to do. She said, you're going to watch your body's, your daughter's body turn into ash in front of your eyes. <clears throat> okay, so then we could see her alive again at some point in season eight. Like, she, somebody could find her down there and let her ass out. Um, <laughs> that's going to be interesting. But we know her daughter damn sure better be dead. Like, we know she's dead for sure. Because mm-hmm. that shit killed Marcella hella quick. Um, I would think, though, that the Sand Snakes would... I wouldn't be surprised if they had a twist that, they, that she did survive. Because they had them wearing... Um, what's it called? Antidote necklaces. And you would assume that the sand snakes would have some kind of, not, what is it? Resistance to poisons? Mm, well, I mean, well, Elorian had drink. I don't know, that'd be a hell of a twist. <laughs> if somehow they're both still alive, it wouldn't be the craziest thing that happened on this show, I guess. But I doubt it. I was thinking that when they first got put down there, I was like, no. But her hands were chained up, so maybe she couldn't get to it, even if she did have it on. But with all that fighting, I, I'm I'm going with Nymeria's dead. So they should have had the antidote. You know how like KGB spies have the antidote in their teeth. Yeah. Yeah, the antidote in her teeth. Gotta be some crazy shit. Uh, let's see. Jamie goes and gets. Uh, <laughs> my note here was Jamie goes and gets Bay. So this must have been when Jamie and uh Brian got together. Uh, <laughs> let's this see. one they're trying to take down the blackfish. I can't wait till one of them dies so you can drop this whole narrative. Do you know how sad it would be? Like, I'm going to... Okay, so I... I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I am preparing myself to one of these episodes is going to make me cry, and I'm going to have to record this podcast. I can't wait. Through tears. It's going to suck. Yeah. Only one I care about in that group is Torben. That's the homie. I don't want him to go. I don't want Brienne to die. But Brienne and Jamie could get the fuck... What? Out of here. You're okay with Brienne dying? Yep. Oh, you're cool. I mean, I mean, she cool and all, but nah, I'm cool. Oh, my stars. <clears throat> She's the one that's like, oh, she died. Uh, well, let's have a moment of silence for Brienne. And we move on. Like, it's all right. That is just so mean. So, I Johnny. My five, I already told you my father can't die. As long as these, like, my five don't die, we out we here in these streets. I guess. The sad part about it is I know one of my five is gonna Oh yeah, for sure. I'm not even totally sure who your five is at this point, but at least one of them you right is gonna die. At no matter point, who. At this point, oh it's off top of the head. It's off top of Dawn. You want to top of Dawn, John? Sure. Go ahead. I mean, Danny obviously. Well, Arya probably number one. <clears throat> Danny obviously. Tyrion. Motherfucking um the hound mm. and Sansa. Mm. John, yeah, I mean, John, you front line, like I anticipate you dying again. Like, I don't want John to die, but in my head, I just know he's probably going to die. <laughs> like, but, you know what I'm saying? That's my five. 
I know one of them probably how I'm probably gonna go. Yeah, it sucks, but all five of them probably will not be standing. I would be surprised. I would be really surprised if all five of them are still standing at the end of the series. So, yeah, that's a. It's just that's even a scary top five to have, just because you know. Yeah. Like I want to put John in there, but I just, I just, I don't know. All right, John and Tyrion talk Dragonglass. John and Danny finally come to an agreement, and she lets him mind. As they've been giving each other these, you know, little eyes and things every time they're together. And, um, yeah. Bran makes his way home. Robot Bran makes his way home. Um, Him and Sansa talk. And he tells her he's a three-eyed raven. And she's like, I don't know what that is. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, what is wrong with you? And Lady Olena. We see the end of Lady Olena. Because Jamie and Bran make it to High Garden. And this is when she tells him, no, nah, I, I, I killed your kid. I rest killed your fucker. Rest, rest in peace to the, probably the realest one in the show. Yes. Yes. So in this same episode, we lost High Garden and we lost Dorne. And essentially, we lost the Iron Islands too. Like, so three of Danny's like, backups were like, are gone. Her Three of her allies oh. are down. And a perfect segue to the next episode because she heard that news. She was pissed. Yes, she was. Episode four, <laughs> the spoils of war. Well, Lannisters rob High Garden to pay the bank. So now we figure out where where Cersei was going to get that money from. She's going to fucking take it from Olena. Which again, Cersei's just zero fucks given out here. Like she's on a mission, just straightforward. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. And Tywin would be proud. <laughs> so right. little figure, get, get down and lay down. Yeah, for real. Littlefinger gives Bran the knife that was used to try to kill him. And he's like, oh, so you might want to have this. And Bran's looking at him like, hmm, sure, I'll take it. I know where it came from. No, because, and he asked him, he was like, do you know whose knife this is? And Littlefinger hits him with the, oh, it was Tyrion's. And it's like, hmm, really, was it now? This, <laughs> I, I, I realized re-watching this yesterday, like, yo, Bran was just here, qu- like, quiet, we calling him Robot Brand, joking, saying how like he has no character, no life, but real talk, like he was really like the what he, he he's like the clutch person on the table though, really when it comes to he's, that Winterfell. He's low key hot take, <clears throat> hot take. As much as I don't want to say this, mm-hmm. I know he's going. Low key, he's low key the most important person in those right. Yes, he is. Um, he's got all the truths. He knows all the shits. And yeah, he's just it's like mad calm with it. Like I, I'm gonna stop calling him robot brand because he's just like just mellowed with it now and, and laid back. So um Mira is sad and she makes a comment that he died in the cave, which was that that was sad to watch that moment because she's like, Yo, my brother died for you. Hodor died for you. Summer died for you. Hodor. <laughs> Summer died for you, and this is it, like He's like, what do you want me to say? Like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> you did what you had to do. Leave. All right. Appreciate it. And <laughs> you can go now. Safe travels. Although I would have thought her family probably should have been in winter. Weren't like people coming to Winterfell? Like, so why was her family still? Who knows? I mean, well, then again, their kids were out fucking running amok. So who knows what her family was doing? Arya makes it home as well. Um, when she gets there and the two guys won't let her in. And she's like, look, I'm getting in this castle. So, you know, when Sansa finds out, if I am who I say I am, probably going to be bad for you. Really, really bad. <laughs> These guys are just like, whatever. 
So he just the, the dude's like, well, maybe she's right. <laughs> just in case. She makes her way down to the crypt and she's standing down there looking at her dad. And it's like, damn, baby girl finally made it home. And then her sister comes down there. So we finally get the Sansa and Arya reunion. Who's white? Uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> and she tells her that Bran's home too. So then we get the Bran Arya reunion back to back. And Bran gives Arya the knife um, because, of course, he knows where she's going. So, you know what? I take that back. Because he's he's made a comment a couple times. He can see the past and he can see now everything that's going on. He never says he can see the future. So I don't think he can see the can he see the, the three eyed raven can't see the future. He can just see the past and everything now. Yes, he can't see the future. Okay. This you know what that also then lends to it is really probably his fault because he probably went back and fucked some shit up, not knowing what kind of repercussions it was because he couldn't see the future and the, the result of him fucking shit up when he kept going back. So further leads to this is probably all his fault uh <clears throat> miss sunday and danny with the girl talk because she missing boo gray worm want to make sure he's safe and i wish we had got more moments with the two of them there's a there were a lot of filler things in this series that we could have done without and we could have put in more of the two of them bonding and talking because they clearly have this real friendship that i don't feel like we really got to see as much as we deserve to are you talking about Danny and Masande or Danny, Grey yeah. Worm Masande? No, Danny okay. and Masande. Like, I, I wish we had this. Because, again, I think Masande is probably one of those people who might not make it. And if she don't make it, then, again, it's going to fucking suck because we didn't really get to see as much of her and Danny as Danny's going to be heartbroken. But why wouldn't she make it, though? I, I mean, we just talked about Someone trying to kill Danny, trying to get, um, yeah, someone trying to kill Danny. I call it. I feel like when Miss Sandy dies, that's going to be the thing that drives Danny crazy. And that's going to lead to Danny's demise. I can see that. That that you are. I, I agree that if, if she does die, that's going to be what pushes Danny full crazy. Like, she going fucking, that's Jakara's every fucking body. Like, just, it's it's a wrap. I done lost my dragon. First off, when she sees Viserion come back, we ain't even talked about that. When she, the, the moment she sees Viserion, is going to be like a what the fuck moment for her. Like that's gonna, I think that's gonna cause her right. to fall apart. Yes. Like I think that's gonna render her useless during this battle. Like I think she's gonna fall apart and have to. They're gonna have to she get might, her the fuck up out of there. I wish, and I hope it's like I a scene. It. To, I hope it's like a scene to where like <clears throat> she sees him flying and she's like, oh my god, my baby's alive. And then all of a sudden it gets closer and you realize. The Night King is riding this nigga, and this nigga got, like, half a wing. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no. Yeah, no, I think she's going to be affected by that. I think that's going to be... Because she's she's had very strong moments, and they're going they're gonna give her a, a moment where she's going to get, like... Where someone's going to have to talk her off the ledge and, like, bring her back. Like, no, you 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 got you to gotta get through this. Like, we need you. And I think that's going to be... Viserion, seeing Viserion is going to do it, and then... If, if Sandy dies, but I think the Viserion thing is going to break her for a minute. See, like, we're going to have a broken Danny. I don't think we're going to get that scene. I feel more like we're going to get Bran telling them that Viserion is now a white dragon or whatever, and then it's, it's going to be like a conversation between her and John. Because I don't see Bran not telling them about that dragon until they see it. Like, or making them, yeah, not telling them until they actually see it. True, because he does know. I... And then she can look at John. This is your fault. This is all your fault, bitch. Um, but eh, yeah, well, okay, we'll see. 
Um, Danny asks John, what should she do? And John's like, uh, you know, maybe we should, I don't, I don't know. I can't really tell you what to do. And then Danny's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm tired of listening to y'all anyway. Cause every time y'all tell me to do something, y'all are all wrong. So she rides up in there and burns shit up. She goes and makes a point. Her and the Dothraki. Now, so Dragonstone, cause I've looked at a couple maps now, is off of, it's actually to the... East of Westeros, or I'm still terrible with that shit. Yeah, it's it's an island that is pretty much midway between King's Landing and the North. Which island? Uh, Dragonstone. Yeah, it's to the northeast of no southeast of King's Landing. Uh, are you sure? South? I think it's a little further up because of the fact that she makes it to High Garden and the fucking Dothraki make it to High Garden. No, okay, so it's to the, is it to the, because I thought High Garden was west of, west of, like, west of King's Landing. It's, like, northwest, ain't it? Here, I'm about to pull the map up right now. So, Dragonstone has to be, like, midway between, it's, like, north and off the coast, northwest, off the coast of King's Landing, because how the fuck did the Dothraki make it to High Garden and then boats make it there that quick? Of course, we've already, you know, touched on there's no fucking sense of time and space and movement anymore at this point. But the fact that all them Dothraki on some boats, I understand how Danny got there because she's on a dragon. So that makes sense. But comma, all the Dothraki getting there on boats, like. Northeast. It is northeast of King's Landing. Okay. High Garden is? Um, no, High Garden is all the way on the west coast of uh, Westeros. So Dragonstone's on the east side and High Garden's on the west? Mm hmm. Okay, never mind. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because that shit makes no fucking sense then. <laughs> like, <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> I don't even want Yeah, okay. Fuck it. I mean, I guess if you go backwards, depending on how the world is, like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because now you're going to end up in fucking Essos. Like, so. <laughs> we we going to end up on fucking in the, back in Dragon's Bay. The Bay of Dragons. Like, nah. That don't even make no goddamn sense. But whatever. So, they made it there and they fucked shit up. And and Tyrion. Tyrion was there, too. Like, okay. But it was a great scene, though. Like, one of the best scenes. Uh, One of the best fight scenes. Very short fight scene, but it was one of the best done. Um, Because they was not ready for, like, Jamie was like, holy shit. Like, he was not. It was, it was a wake-up call for Jamie, For sure. Like, these dragons ain't no fucking joke. The Dothraki. Ain't no fucking joke. Like, we are we can't fight the Dothraki. Fuck the dragons. We can't handle them. Um, and then Drogon gets wounded because he gets shot with that scorpion thing that Kyburn made. I would say it's safe to say that Kyburn made at least three of them, should we assume? Since they thought she knew she had three dragons, so I would think he made three of them. They had three of those things made at least. I found it interesting that they happened to have one with them when they went to High Garden because... Just in case. You never know. If you stay ready... Yeah, we got to get ready. <laughs> Yo, that would be some shit Cersei would think. You're right. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, um, I really thought that Elena would be proud of Danny in this moment, coming in there and just like fucking shit up and setting it all ablaze. And yeah. So episode five, East Watch. Tyrion is like, he's like, I don't, I, man, this is a lot. I don't think I was ready for all this. Like I, you know, you, you probably say to yourself that this kind of shit is coming, and we're gonna it's it's gonna be a fight. There's not gonna necessarily be a negotiation, and it's not gonna end peacefully. But him seeing the dragons in action, him seeing the Dothraki going in there and killing all of these soldiers, and knowing that behind those soldiers is his brother and his sister is like fuck. 
it's gonna come to that at some point. Like it's it's gonna come to that. Uh, I Sam's feel like he's now- feeling more for Jamie. Like if that was seriously in that situation, he could have been like, mm, she could take that L. But he was not ready to see Jamie die. No, not at all. When he loses Jamie, that's gonna be tough. Cause I I'm Jamie and Cersei are both gonna die. I have no doubt. And it's gonna be sad. That's gonna be sad for Tyrion when he loses his family. His blood family. Right. He done after that. <clears throat> Everybody gone. Yep. Sam is now the head of his household and don't know it. Yo, fuck the Maesters. Yo, how are you gonna sit there and not tell him that his dad and his brother just died? Like He just got a W. Let's let him live it out first. Okay. He just saved your let's let him revel in that. That, no, that's some shitty shit, though. Like, you, because you would think, you know, hey, give, let him know so he can at least, you know, write to his mom and check on his mom and his sister, like, something. But you just don't tell the man that his family's fucking dead? And is that just something, is there, I guess, the maester from each house? Do they just, like, send these kind of ravens and notes to the Citadel letting them know when there's major house changes? Yes. Is that how they know? That's their job. We know they Because yeah, they're not really loyal to the houses themselves, should I say? Like how house start if who is it Eamon or Roderick Roderick if Mr. Roderick would have stayed alive like when he was with Theon he told him he's like you know my allegiance is to Winterfell since you have Winterfell my allegiance is with you so they're really just the record keepers for each I guess castle house that makes sense so Jamie tells Cersei that Elena killed Joffrey and she's like we should have made her suffer and he's like look she's dead she's dead she's dead just let it go like dead is dead she gone. She did. Her whole house did. It's fine. <laughs> Jorah finally returns to Danny now that he's no longer has grayscale and ain't contagious no more. So on HBO, they have all these little shorts of like all the different cast members remembering and going back over like their first moments on Game of Thrones and their favorite moments. They're really short videos. Um, but the guy who plays Jorah Mormont, he was talking about how his fav- one of his favorite things was that gold shirt that he always wore like he had that great that golden blue shirt that we see him with like when he's with danny when they make it to karth um he i I didn't even realize it but he rocked that shirt for mad seasons uh for a while he was like it was his favorite piece of wardrobe he never wanted to take it off he he asked to keep wearing it and it was the point where like they said he's like the producers and stuff wanted to get rid of it so that's like when he got grayscale he was still like can i still keep the shirt they was like no it's contagious you got grayscale you gotta throw it away (laughs) so you can't keep it no more (laughs) let it go bro um, that was funny it was cute that actually i would i would definitely say watch those because they're pretty awesome so sam speaks up to the maesters and tells them they ain't shit and that they're useless because they won't do anything because they don't believe when they get the note from winterfell that the dead are marching you would think the maesters would know a little more something about this like i don't see how that you had maester aemon at the wall and all this shit going on, and it's just like you still don't, but you still don't believe none of this stuff is real. Like you still ain't taking any of this shit seriously. Yeah, you think they just sending prank ravens for fun, basically. John learns that Arya and Bran are both still alive and at Winterfell. So at this point, he knows they're there. Um, like, I gotta go now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I ain't got time for this, this whole bending of the knee conversation. No goddamn yeah. more. We just need the dragon glass. I don't even fuck your dragon glass at this point. We'll just we'll figure it out. I got to go home. Um, <laughs> that's what's gonna be the my boat. Because we know we're getting in John and our reunion. That's that's got to be hundred percent. Yes. That's that's what's gonna be the best part about tonight. It's yes. so, taking one day one day leave each other mm. and the beginning of season one, middle of mm-hmm. season one. I would say it's episode one of season one. Last time they saw each other. Yeah, probably was. 
Um, Wait, when did they leave with King's Landing? King's Landing was a season one joint? Yeah. I mean, uh, episode, uh, episode one joint? Yeah, because yeah, episode one is when he went with uh, his uncle to the wall. Oh, yeah, and then Robert took the girls. I mean, Ned took the girls with Robert to King's Landing. Jesus. Jesus. They ain't seen Ridiculous. Arya defends John because, you know, the, the people in the North are like, yo, the king of the North was beating the North. And he's, she's like, look, just calm down. He's doing what he got to do. Be easy. Um, but Arya questions Sansa's loyalty, whether or not she really wants John to succeed or she's just, you know, wants to be Lady of Winterfell. And this is when we start to see the whole Sansa versus Arya start to kind of surface. And you're like, is this real? Like, are they really, are we really doing this? What, which is not surprising, though, because of the fact of the way they left things. Um, that tension is definitely was real. Uh, let's see. Bronn sneaks Tyrion into King's Landing so he can talk to Jamie. And Davos has business in Flea Bottom, and we learn that business is going to get Gendry. We get Gendry back. It's like, yo, that's where he's, he's still alive. That's right, this guy. <laughs> and Gendry is ready for the call. He's like, I've been waiting. I knew it was gonna come, and I just been waiting. And Davos is like, all right, just don't tell nobody who you are, like, cause we've got a lot of shit going on. It's already awkward. Just you know, don't tell nobody who you are. Davos was really waiting. As soon as he sets on the body, he was like, all right, let me get this hammer. We are assembling the Avengers at this point. (laughs) So, uh, Jamie takes. Don't disrespect disrespect the Avengers like that. (laughs) Talking about real superheroes. Niggas getting their heads chopped off for less. Talking about real superheroes. Don't don't, don't, don't do my man Thor. Don't do my girl Captain Captain Marvel like that. You know what? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to come back to this when we do our list. Because now I got a whole new list in my head. So, Jamie takes the news to Cersei. About his conversation with Tyrion. And she's like, first of all, I already know that you met with him, you traitor. Like, it's like, how is that making him disloyal? Because he's willing to have a conversation. Or at least see what is going, like, what these opportunities are. She's mad paranoid at this point. She's just like, look. What drinking she been doing? Uh, and this is when she tells Jamie that they're going to have a baby. You know, I was kind of questioning. I was thinking she was lying. But I really think she is pregnant. Like, I think she's actually pregnant. Um, I don't think she's lying. I think she's telling the truth. But we well, know that baby. That's what happens when brothers and sisters fuck every time they see each other. Every one of these times, <laughs> you end up with a baby. So Uncle Davos brings Gendry to John. Uncle and... Davos. Okay. <laughs> that's the feeling I got when it was in the cave. I was like, "This is Uncle Davos right here." So <laughs> he delivers Gendry to John, and they're making the introduction. And Gendry's like, "Yeah, I'm Robert Baratheon's bastard. Nice to meet you. Our dads were best friends." And Davos was like, what the fuck? I told you not to say nothing. You know, no one ever listens to me. But I thought, you know what? I'm glad they did it like that. Because he was like, look, you know, our dads fought together. And, you know, they won a war together. So it was true. It was important for John to know who he was. And John's looking like, hey, hey, cool. Nice to meet you. I've got new friends. So uh, they link up. Gilly finds out the truth about Rhaegar. So we get that Rhaegar did not kidnap Lyanna. And that they were in love and they got married secretly in Dorne. Why, why were they Dorn? in Dorne? Yeah, <laughs> why he, were he, they in Dorne? He, he had to sign those divorce papers real quick. Um, yeah, so pretty much. He, he took Elia home and brought Liana and went and left Liana in Dorne and went back to. So he had Liana held up in Dorne, which this whole now this makes no sense because Rhaegar didn't they, he died in King's Landing. They died on or on Dragonstone, one of the two. So 
Never mind. I only want to know where where Dorne is in relation to Dragonstone at this point. Because Dorne is the southmost um, tip of Westeros, on the east side. Okay, so John was born in Dorne. That's where his mother gave birth to him, and where she died. However, Rhaegar died elsewhere. So, well, no, I guess it would make sense that he sent his pregnant wife away when shit started to hit the fan. So that would actually make sense. But why but send her to Dorne? Yeah. Like that didn't make sense to me. Like why would you send her to Dorne when you've like set aside Elia, or you're supposed to be married to Elia, and you secretly divorced her, but you're gonna send your side piece and your baby to her homeland. And like, Elia was, wasn't even in Dorne. Yeah. And yeah, and, and Elia wasn't even in Dorne. Like you had her and the kids still with you when shit was like hitting the fan. But I guess. Arya doesn't trust Littlefinger. She's wondering why he's there. And now I was thinking about this. There were did we see any scenes with Arya and Littlefinger throughout this series? Mm, not really. Maybe sprinkles of it in season one. She would see him talking to her dad, but that, for my knowledge, that's about it. Yeah, so it was like, I don't, because she was just like, you know, why is he here? You know, what's he doing here? Well, I, and I guess the fact that he was part of the council, so maybe she knew that, but we never really saw her see Littlefinger doing shit. Although, I mean, she's just got some good ass intuition, so she knows that shouldn't be trusted. And we've got Tormund at Eastwatch by the sea. With the Brotherhood. Actually, or no, this is when they made it back. Where the fuck were they all at? East Watch? They were all at East Watch, right? Yeah, because John and them set sail. They went to East Watch. Um, so you got everybody together. You got the Brotherhood there. You got Tormund. You got John. You got Jorah. Everybody and their mama together. This was a great scene, too. Because it was like everyone wanted to beat each other up for some reason. <laughs> but they're like, we kind of need each other. So probably should be fighting. Episode 6, Beyond the Wall. Uh, this is on my list for sure. So yeah, me too. the conversations in this episode and the fact that we you know we have these people together, I loved it. Like I just loved this grouping of people. No misfits. Yes, yes. Just everyone had a purpose. Um, Tormentees and Gendry was funny. Um, he 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 makes a good point to John. Like, look, bro, you, you know, put you gotta put your pride aside. You know, Mance had, was full of pride and he didn't want to bend the knee. And, you know, he was the king beyond the wall and stuff like that. And how many of his people died because of it? And that's when John's like, all right, you know what? You might, you're kind of making sense. Like, yeah, just fucking put the pride aside. You got to save your people. Do what's right for your people um, at the end of the day. So the hound and Gendry, when he tells him to stop his whinging, because <laughs> Gendry's like, y'all sold me and I could have died. He's like, but did you? But are you dead though? No. You're not. And when he's telling the story, he's like, you know, she stripped me naked. And he's just like, I don't see anything wrong with this at this point. Like, what do you want? What are you complaining? <laughs> this sounds all right to me. John and Jorah talk about their dads. Um, John offers to give him back Longclaw. And Jorah's like, nah, you were more of a son to him than I ever was. That is yours. John just been trying to get his sword away. I feel like he tried to give it to somebody else, too. Or something else happened. But why did nah, he give the sword away after you clearly killed a White Walker with it? Right? You might need that. <laughs> Especially where y'all are going. <laughs> I'm not giving up that sword for Nathaniel at that point. <clears throat> I put a note here. If you look at the visuals on all of the episodes in season seven, in particular this one, and I guess because this is such an outdoor episode too, um, first off, this has like made me want to travel to Iceland or Greenland. I think they shot these in Iceland or Greenland. One, two. But totally want to travel. Yeah. Um, fucking amazing like these these episodes look like they were possibly shot in imax 
because they are they're way more high definition than any other episodes like if you go back to like season six season they kicked up the visuals in like around like season five or so but this season all these episodes were like super hd just watching them back um and particularly this one because it was outside so i'm like i yeah, just visually, they looked amazing. This one did, for sure. Uh, you got Arya and Sansa. So this is when Arya finds that little note, the little finger, you know, left for her to find. And after she's been following around. And this one of the moments where Arya is normally, like, smarter than everybody around her. But at this moment, like, little, little finger is still kind of a step ahead, slight step ahead of Arya. And he's kind of leading her to this note. And she's, like, following the breadcrumbs. So Arya goes at her sister's neck about her supporting... To me, what it was like, I, for you couldn't take a minute to, to, to realize, yeah, your sister was young. Like, yes, she wanted to be queen, and she wanted the pretty dresses, and she wanted Joffrey, but you don't think that after... I mean, you were there when Ned got beheaded. You saw how Sansa took that. So it wasn't like Sansa was just there kikiing with him. I mean, Cersei didn't even plan on that. Cersei didn't expect Ned to get beheaded. Like, Joffrey just did his own fucking thing, so... I didn't well, like much was there for Sansa to do. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't to me this just read this was forced to me. This whole this part of the Arya Sansa beef to me felt forced. Like y'all just did this to get to the end of this. Like we know where we know where it ends up. Cause this shit just didn't make no sense to me. Arya's smarter than that. I don't feel like she would have really like came at Sansa like that about this. But whatevs, I guess. Screenwriters. Um Torment and the Hounds. <laughs> what do you say? Nobody. Exactly. Uh, Torment and the Hound. The Hound hates gingers, which I was like, ugh, um, who hates gingers? Uh, but the two of them together. Real, real niggas. First, no, they don't. Mm-mm. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't you come at Torment like that. Um, no, I like, I like dude. Dude, cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Anytime, you, anytime you're in the middle of the fight in the Survivor, you go full Tyson. Just oh, you know, I thought you meant like real niggas hate gingers. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I misinterpreted. Um, so they talk and they're chit-chatting and the hound is still like, dude, just leave me alone. Why are you talking to me? Get out of my face. And then Brienne comes up and he's just like, I'm going to have babies with her. <laughs> uh, that was a great conversation. You got Barrick and John talking. So the Lord of Light wants John alive, but we don't know why. And Barrick's like, stop asking questions. Just go with it. Basically, Danny and Tyrion. Um, Tyrion's not a hero, and that's why Danny likes him. When she made the comment about John is too small for her, when Tyrion's like, "Oh, all the guys you mentioned are all in love with you," she's like, "Jon Snow's not in love with me." She's like, "He's too small for me." I was like, "Damn, he's not that much shorter than Dario. Like, they're about the same height, and he's probably got more muscle than Dario. So, like, what you mean he's too small for you? But okay, I feel like she was talking about his power more than his height. Hmm." I don't want to be queen of the north I'm trying to be queen I guess and this is when I also really started to appreciate bearded Tyrion and that needs to stay like he's like full on bearded Tyrion at this point <laughs> what'd you say you have a problem man I respect the beard game whatever. once you start getting into low people and being like <laughs> it's gotta stay like I mean Tyrion Tyrion shot a shot at you you got a chance who <laughs> me yeah. Uh, wow, probably. You? you know, you know. Honestly, I mean, he's got a great sense of humor, and he's sarcastic as fuck. So Tyrion is one of those examples of once you get to know somebody, then yeah, like off the rip, like first like thought, no, 
But bearded Tyrion, once you get to know him, yeah, for sure. He's <laughs> mad fucking. Peter Dinklage, let's be real, is like fucking funny. So, yeah. Equal opportunity employer. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Tyrion brings up succession, which is a legitimate conversation to have. His timing is pretty off with it. And Danny's like, are you just like thinking about my death? Which brings the question of who would succeed her? Like if something happens to her, who would she name? John? I mean, I'm just I, mean I guess it would go to her spouse. Yeah. She ain't got one of those at this point. No. So clearly that's not I mean something that she's not even thought of. But Tyrion like, you know, is legitimately bringing up, uh, you know, a question like you're not married. You say you can't have kids. Who is going, if something happens to you since you're out here running around on dragons, like... She just was still mad in the moment, and obviously him bringing it up is him bringing it up because he's the hand, and he gotta bring up shit like that. Like, hey, we can't have our queen going front line on dragons because they hurt you. Yeah, and I think it's really more so where he was coming from. He was trying to get her to, like, look, you need to stop running into shit. You need to fall back a little bit and let other people do stuff because we can't lose you. Um, Which Well, other people can't ride dragons. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that'd be pretty dope at some point because obviously Drogon is like, yeah, that nigga got some fire in his blood. You talk about fire and ice, liar, <laughs> fire and fire. Yeah, when John when John was in there petting Drogon, it was like Drogon's like, oh wait, what? Something's familiar about oh, this so guy. What about to say? So, oh, I smell something. Cause I smell a little, smell a little burning in the blood. What's up? Yeah, like oh, I like this one. So. That we know that's gonna happen. We know John's gonna ride a dragon at some point. They find their wildling that they're looking for. Oh, you know what? We totally skipped over the fact that the whole point of this whole fucking going behind the wall was to get a White Walker to take back to King's Landing to show Cersei. So we get the dead bear that comes up out of nowhere. So again, when we talk about what the White Walkers are coming with in their arsenal, they've got fucking dead animals. Like they've got bears and shit with them. This is not going to be no easy fight. Like, this is going to be a fucking massacre at Winterfell. Oh, that's crazy. Super side note. Well, not super side note. Put on the gram, one of my friends posted their pictures of a fully framed on the wall. Not on the wall, but it's a fully framed super picture of, like, Westeros. Not Westeros, but, like, is it Westeros? Yeah. Just a fully, like, a fully framed picture that clearly needs to be hung up of, like, all of the Game of Thrones map. That's pretty dope. I can see my bad. <laughs> the whole time I was just like I don't understand the geography correlation I just kind of looking at it further like don't make sense yeah it's just really fucking me up man so uh, Thoros gets bit by the bear and the hound saves him uh, and the hound freezes at the sight of fire now we've already seen previews again of the battle at Winterfell and we know there's fire so like the hound better get over this shit cause yeah it ain't faring too well when it comes to fire Mm-hmm. Let's see. Sans asks Littlefinger about Arya finding the letter, and Littlefinger suggests that Arya might try to kill her. And you should like, okay. So at first, when I first watching this, I read this scene as you should ask Brienne to protect you. But then in the next scene, Sansa sends Brienne away. Like she sends her to Winterfell or to to the Red Keep or whatever. To God damn it, what the fuck is that place called? King's Landing. Where? King's Landing. Yeah, sends her to King's Landing. To be her representation when she gets summoned down there. And so it was like, okay, clearly he didn't tell her. He wasn't like, you know, get her to protect you. She was like, maybe you should send her away in case you got to kill Arya. Like, what the fuck? I don't, what was the message here? Um, 
But did Littlefinger really think Sansa could take Arya though? No, that's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why <laughs> I read this as you need to bring in Brienne so she can protect you against Arya because sending her away, Sansa damn, damn sure didn't have a chance at that point. Um, if this came down to a fight, there. They're like, all right, we take out the White Walker leader, all his people fall. So we get, we see that happen in this little scuffle. And only one of the little, you know, White Walkers survives. And that one they capture. And, but he calls his friends. So then they're hella outnumbered. John sends Gendry on a run back to Eastwatch. How the fuck did he even know how to get back is what I was thinking. Like, it's mad snow out here. How did you know where you were going? And he ran quick as fuck. Like, <laughs> he said... I need you to run back to Eastwatch and send a raven. This motherfucker got back there super fast. It seemed like they had been walking for a while. No, no, no. Hey, guess what? I'm going to get that back super fast, too. If I ain't got no weapon, an army dead going, I'm running until I cannot pick up my legs no more. Which is exactly what happened because Gendry, Pat, like, he, he fell right at the wall. Exactly. <laughs> so they're trapped and surrounded. And poor Thoros freezes to death. We lose Thoros. Uh, favorite drunk on the show. Um, so he freezes to death. Um, George tells John, we might be fucked. And, you know, he's like, Danny's our only hope. <laughs> um, and show enough, Danny fucking throws on the white jacket and takes her dragons and she makes it the fuck up there and save the day. <sighs> but she pays a heavy cost because we lose Viserion. I mean, that was just like, I, I mean, I was not expecting this when the Night King pulls out his motherfucking javelins. He was ready. Like he was prepared for this. Oh, AKA brand. Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Cause brand better be the Night King. I keep, we keep bringing this and trying to speak into fruition. Brand mm-hmm. better be the Night King. So that could be like the craziest turn ever. Cause we obviously seen how, the Hodor thing goes. So mm-hmm. it's very possible that Bran could be the three-eyed raven and the night and turned something, someone himself into the night king. Mm-hmm. So the, the 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 White Walkers would never have known they could get across ice if it hadn't have been for the hound anyway. Like they'd probably still had some more time. <laughs> but uh so this battle ensues. For a minute here. Like, the first time I watched this, I was like, damn, we about to lose Tormund. Like, I thought this was how Tormund was going to die. Like, I didn't think Oh, word. Out of everybody there, you just picking Tormund to lose. <laughs> Jesus. Like, when that moment when he was, when they were all, like, had him and they were about to drag him in the Thank water. You. you know he wasn't going to die because it took six of them niggas to drag him half a foot to the water. Like, I'm like, oh, he ain't dying. You just know. But certain people, like, when Uncle Benjen, obviously, like, we were about to say, like, when Benjen died, it was like he hit two niggas and it was over for him. Like, John gets taken into the water, and they show him going down. Like, I was like, he ain't dead. Just know how they're doing in shows. You got to see the main character die. Every Tell me what character on the show that they killed that has some kind of meaning that we actually physically did not see, like, like lose their last breath. True. That's, that, that's very true. That's very true. They um, are killing when Danny dies, Tyrion, Hound, John, Arya, whoever dies, we are going to see these deaths. Ain't going to be no... Torment. Why they dragging this thing into the water? Like, nah, you're just gonna go. You're gonna get bit in your face and it's over for you. So an interesting point about uh Bran being the Night King and why it just makes more sense too is the Starks 
might not be able to turn into full White Walkers because Benjen became Cold Hand. So the fact that like he, you know, survived in that state, even though we know the Children of the Forest like saved him, they stopped him from fully turning. I guess um, is also kind of takes it back to makes more of that connection to Brand, possibly like this the something something with that. Um, can we get White Walker Sansa? Like that'd be crazy. No, just just make just make <laughs> Brand be that guy, and I mean. Obviously, if anybody's paid attention to any of the theories, like that main theory that floats is, is actually pretty good. Like you would think, our other ones that people would just say like, who's going to be the, the on the Iron Throne? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that theory of Brandy and that game, the main ones, like that's not it makes logical at all. True. So John has his queen when they, you know, he Ben when he makes it back because Benjamin gives him his horse or Cold Hand gives him his horse and. You know, him and Danny sitting there and, yeah, we get, you know, confirmation that that's going to happen. Um, and then we get the White Walkers. Where the fuck did they get these chains from? Say that. Say Again, continuity in the show. Out of nowhere, you got these niggas lining up with, with four 50-foot-long super chains just dragging a damn dragon underwater. Like, they just okay. had them. Shit's in the tuck in the cave, like again, like what the fuck, Brand Nightwalker. No other way you were that prepared for that. That's the only way. That's the only way you were that prepared because you knew that that shit was coming. So you had chains on deck to be able to pull the dragon out the water. But really? episode seven, Dragon and the Wolf. Okay, the Unsullied are at High Garden. Are we at High Garden or King? They're at High Garden, right? Or King? No, they were at King's Landing. Uh, no, Casterly Rock. Okay. So the meeting at the Dragon Pit's about to take place. Um, we get, you know, everyone together. Now, this is like legitimately everybody in one spot together. Um, Bran and the Hound. Bran lets the Hound know that Arya's still alive. And, you know, he was, he definitely looked happy about that. Like, he was glad to know that she, she was still out there and she was okay. And he was just like, you know, if she's here, who the fuck, if you're here, who's protecting her? And she was like, she don't need no protection. She, she don't need no help because <laughs> she don't um, need no help. Yes. Uh, the, we get the, the mountain and the hound. We see them together face off. And he tells his brother, you know who's still coming for you? Um, I was just like, oh, damn. Okay. Uh, there's a whole lot of unnecessary ass, you know, well, Euron's unnecessary ass. Let's just put it that way. Gets up, starts talking shit to Theon, and everybody's looking like, "What the fuck? Like, shit, gonna shut up!" And I'm gonna ask you for this. <laughs> and he he mentions that he has Yara, so he said he has. I have your sister. She's alive. Submit to me, or I'm a killer. Question is, where the fuck is Yara? You, I would assume on his boat somewhere, wherever the fuck his boat is. So Cersei tells John, "Look, I'll help y'all, but you got to stay out of it. You can't choose sides. You need to keep your ass in the north and mind your business." And John's like. Him. Nah, I already chose my queen and I can't serve two queens. And even Danny looked at him like, bitch, learn to lie. Like, shut the fuck up. Just, man, my dragon died. I just lost a dragon for this shit. Like, you couldn't just say what you needed to say just so we could get through this. Like, I appreciate your loyalty, but, you know, yeah. And then, of course, John's all like, yeah, and, you know, I know you're going to call me like my dad. And then, like, yes, you look like fucking yeah, dad. Exactly. Because <laughs> you just you can't shut the fuck up. So, Tyrion's like, <laughs> you know, he. I mean, he. He obviously he had a good point. If you just start, you know, telling things, and no, you don't. Don't no, don't don't. 
you over here with the you uh, you all acting like this bad thing that he was telling the truth. All right, let these niggas start lying to your ass. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like he he made a good point when he was like, words are no longer gonna have any worth if we just keep making oaths that we're not gonna keep up. Cool, but yeah. So Tyrion says that he's got to go talk to Cersei. So he's willing to take one for the team because he, you know, knows this is your might kill his ass. So Cersei blames Tyrion for Marcella and Tommen, which honestly, the first time I didn't really get it. But this time watching it back, I understand what she was saying, because had he not killed Tywin, then the Mar- the uh, oh God, the Martells wouldn't have like made their way in it's like the high septum would have never really came up like all these people started climbing out of holes and shit you know because tywin wasn't around so hadn't tywin had still been there then those things wouldn't have happened so she's legitimately angry and she's angry about her kids i will not have it (laughs) not from you (laughs) um and this is when she lets Tyrion know she's pregnant so now Tyrion again this is why i'm just like Tyrion. It's still his family. Like, he still feels some kind of way about this being his family. And he again, he knows how Jamie feels about Cersei, regardless of what him and Cersei been through. He knows Jamie loves her. And now it's like, well, fuck, if she's pregnant with Jamie's baby, then, like, gotta, this, we, it's gonna end ugly. Like, fuck. John sends a raven to Winterfell, and he lets Sansa know that he's pledged to, to the Targaryens, and Sansa's like, what the fuck? And then... Little finger and Sansa. Like, so she don't she don't know what he's seen. <laughs> yeah. True that. That's true. Um can't little finger that information can't put all that information on one of them baby ass girls. <laughs> it's in a couple ravens. <laughs> hey look, she saved my life. She got dragons. Night King's real. Yeah, she's she about the stuff that's coming towards you is not good and we're going to need her. Cersei, you know, says, All right, fine, fuck it. Here's what's gonna happen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to send my men with you. We're not just going to sit back here and do nothing. I'm going to send my men north and we're going to call all our banners and we're going to help you fight this night king or fight the dead and, and this then the other. And she's like, you know, I hope when when all this is over, y'all remember that I decided to help y'all and I didn't just like do nothing. So everyone's like, oh, yay, we're going to team up. So Danny and John set sail to White Harbor and they're going to ride to Winterfell because I was thinking that too. I, I remember... When the preview started, I was like, wait, where the fuck are they coming from? But I didn't remember this conversation and this plan for them to sail to White Harbor. And then from White Harbor, they were going to ride to Winterfell. And they're just going to send the Dothraki up to King's Road, I guess. Um, like, that didn't seem like that was going to piss anybody off either. Why didn't they just all sail to White Harbor? Because um, these random-ass Dothraki just making their way north. And I guess he would Make him away, I guess Jorah is going to go with the Dothraki because otherwise, how the fuck would they know where they're going? Okay. So we're going to assume that Jorah is making his way north with the Dothraki. Um, yeah. D- Danny and John going to show up together. Um, John and Theon speak. You know, John tells him, look, you've done some shit and I'm going to forgive what I can forgive. And it is what it is at this point. You know, you're a Greyjoy and a Stark. It's all good. You're good. Stop whining. <laughs> and then... Theon's like, I gotta go get my sister because she was the only person who came for me, so I gotta go get her. And oh, I forgot we forgot I forgot to mention that Euron storms off after he sees the White Walker, says that he's abandoning ship because he's going home. Um, but Theon's like, I need to get my sister. He tries to tell, convince the 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 couple fucking Ironborn that are with him that they need to go get Yara. He gets in a fight, um, and he was he he took he took one on the chin. 
took it like a man. <laughs> uh, and this is when we actually get the return of Theon Greyjoy. Uh, yeah. We finally get his redemption. Yes, yes. We he, we get the return. Return of Theon. Now the question is, where the fuck he going? Like, he's probably going to the Iron Islands. And he's going to be heading that direction. And going to find out that's not even where Euron fucking went. Because we learned that Euron did not go home. He's going to Essos to get the Golden Company. So he ain't even going home. So Theon's on the wrong path. Like, he's going to fucking end up back there like, wait, where he at? Or they're probably meeting in the middle of the ocean somewhere. So we're going to see a random fucking fight in the middle of the ocean. So that'll be a waste of, like, 20 minutes of an episode. Because we're going to have to watch Theon and Euron fight. And Theon again get his ass up. Because there's no way Theon and his boat of bandits are going to take on fucking Euron and the Golden Company. Because we've already seen the Golden Company on Euron's boat. So we know he gets them from Essos. So, uh, if you thought Theon was gonna make it out of the show, you were sad. But it's like, okay, but now that, like, really thinking about, like, that's gonna be a, literally a waste of 20 minutes that we really don't give a fuck about. Like, because that's gonna be a fight that happens that we're gonna have to sit through is Theon trying to save Yara. So, fuck, that might happen, like, episode one or two. That's gonna be the filler in that long episode is Theon. Um, so, Sans is trying to figure out what the fuck she gonna do about this Arya situation because this seems to be getting worse after she finds her bag of faces and they have their conversation. So she like shook because she realized her sister is legitimately a killer. Like she was one of the faceless men. And it makes sense that Sansa would go to Bran for confirmation. Like you tell me like she, she consulted Bran. They don't show it. We never really see it until the hall like when they're talking like obviously Bran is there. So it Okay, Sansa wasn't completely stupid. She went and talked to her brother because he knows that. It was confirmed before that. Did they show them? Yeah, because when she rolled up on uh, the the brand was by the tree, he was like, Cersei was on her list of names. That's when Sansa was like, Yeah, this nigga know what he's talking about. So we get uh, Sansa calls for her sister or tells them guys, you know, have her sister brought to the main hall or whatever. And we see Sansa and Bran sitting up there. Arya walks in and Arya's like, are you sure you want to do this? And like, Honor demands it. Honor demands I defend my family in the North against all traitors. And she's like, alright, let's do this then. <laughs> Man. And she's just like, you were being charged with that, and 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 how do you, you know, what do you got to say for yourself? Sir Peter <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> Yo, his face is like one of the best memes ever at this point. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? Huh? He was, like, not ready for this shit. And it was one of the, my favorite moments is when this motherfucker finally got what he deserved. And she's like, yeah, you killed Liza Aaron. Do you deny it? Like, wait, I, I was trying to save you. I thought we already talked about this. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, and then when, when Bran starts talking, he's like, nah, you did. like, Because he's like, none of y'all were there. And then Bran just starts coming out with it. And it's like, yo, again, clutch. Um. And then Santa, Santa, not Santa, Arya, um, deals the 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 final blow. Yeah, that was like. Yo, man, Arya and Grey Worm fighting together side by side is gonna be would be awesome to see. I don't feel like we're gonna see it, but that would be awesome because they. Huh? I'm gonna have it in my head. They have very similar fighting styles. Um, Being those little people with no fear. Like both of them. 
because he mentioned that earlier. Like he was, you know, he wasn't the strongest, but he had no fear. So neither did she. Kirstie tells Jamie because Jamie's like getting ready to make plans to ride north with the with the guards from King's Landing, and Cersei's like, "Are you a fucking idiot or what?" <laughs> when she hit him with, "I always knew you were the stupidest Lannister." <laughs> I was like, "Damn." Uh, she's like, I'm not helping them. Like, if you fucking thought for a second that I was being real about any of that shit, you're crazy. And you're a traitor. And he's like, nah, I made a pledge. I'm going to defend the living. And she's like, no one walked away from me. That man walked. Yes, he did. Yeah. You're going to have him kill me? And have him kill me Mm-hmm. All right, then. Fuck out of here. We get snow in King's Landing. So it's snowing now. Um, winter has come to King's Landing. And then... This show, this episode, the fucking show, period, season seven, ends with Sam and Gilly arrive at Winterfell. We get the reunification of Sam and Bran, you know, chit-chatting again. And Bran's like, yeah, we got to tell John that he's not, you know, he's not a snow. He's, in fact, a sand because he's not my, you know, father's bastard. He's the bastard. Why did they call bastard That was a North thing. I don't know. I, I wonder now, I wonder what we're... What were bastards in... I'm going to assume that every area probably had, like, some random name that tied them to that region. So, like, the north, it was winter. Snow, so they called them snows. The sand snakes, or in Dorne, they had nothing but sand, so they were the sands. Fucking um, high garden, they were probably, like, the thorns or something. It was probably something... I mean, obviously, they never actually said that for the other places, but all the bastards had that same random name. Yeah, so for Dorne, it's the sand. In the Iron Isles, it's the pike. North snow, the reach, flowers, riverlands, rivers, stormlands, storms. Uh, the vale is stone, and the westlands is hill. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that, Tavon. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody got their own little name for the, for the bastards for the region. So, and then Sam's, Sam acting like he's the one who found this information. Like, he don't accredit Gilly at all. Um, but he's like, no, no, we actually found a scroll that said that uh, that marriage was annulled and that they were married. And then Bran's like, oh, for real? Let me go back and see. So then we get the whole thing answered by Bran going back in time again and watching his aunt marry Rhaegar. And then we also get John's real name is Aegon Targaryen. Um, is actually his name. So Bran's like, oh, no, we got to tell him. We got to let him know. He got to know this because he's actually you know, the one, he, he's the actual heir to the Iron Throne at this point. And all this montage is going on to him and Danny getting together. So, yeah. Um, I'm still on the, the, the frame of she gonna end up pregnant. I think we all gonna get, I think we gonna get all of that shit in episode one because like, Bran is in Winterfell, like Sam's in Winterfell, they're all going to Winterfell. They're about to, they was literally on the water about to pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think we're getting all of that in episode one. It's just like. As soon as Bran sees John, he's like, I got something to tell you. Yeah, like, yo, let me holler at you. <laughs> I ain't seen you in a minute. We alive. Let's talk. Yeah, we, we got some things we got we to gotta go over. <laughs> Number one, you're the actual heir to the Iron Throne. You know, I wonder if he'll say it in front of Danny or if it's going to be pulling John aside because, yeah. That, that's what I want to see. Like, how they're going to do that. Is he going to pull him aside and have a one-on-one conversation, or is he going to say it in front of Danny? So, who is the actual heir to the Iron Throne? John. No, no, I'm just saying. John oh. is there because he's a direct descendant of the Mad King. 
Yeah. He's a male? Yes. Okay. He's so Rhaegar's Danny, only surviving son. So then Danny would be second. Yes. Okay. I'm just trying to get the actual official, you know what I'm saying? Like we know none of the Lannisters, but just the actual official of if whatever the order would be. Yeah, yeah. Because she was he was Rhaegar's son. He's he's Rhaegar's only surviving. The Mad King's only surviving son. Um, or no, wait, was the Mad King? The Mad King was her father. So yeah, Rhaegar, yeah, it would have went to Rhaegar because he's the male in the line. So yeah. yes, it would have went to the Order of Ascension or Succession. Um, so Sansa and Arya finally bond. I love this moment because I feel like this was the first time Arya finally like breathed and lit her guard down. And like she calmed down in this scene with Sansa. It was just like... Right, you've been through some things, and I don't. I probably couldn't have survived what you've been through. And Sansa's like, "Nah, you could have. You're the strongest person I know." And Arya's like, "That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me." And she's like, "Well, you're still weird and annoying, so don't get used to it." It was such a nice sisterly moment to see, um, and I'm glad we got to see that before all hell breaks loose. Um, and then we get, you know, when the snow falls and the cold winds blow, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. So, we, uh, somebody gonna die. So the whole pack ain't making it out of this shit. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but then we go back to Eastwatch by the sea and it's Foreman and Barrick out there keeping watch and then shit starts moving in the woods. And we get White Walkers and they're just like, okay, is, are we doing this, huh? And so all these White Walkers just coming about the woods and then we hear the dragon and we see it. We see the Night King riding Viserion and blue flames. Bullshit. And the wall comes tumbling down. Yes, and winter is finally. I'm not ready for this show to be over. <laughs> I'm not. Y'all be relaxed. Since today's the first episode, like this show is over in five weeks. Is there only so? Is there six episodes or it's how many episodes? Straight, it's six and six straight weeks. I already looked it up. Okay. Because that was going to come to something I was wanting to do for the final episode. So we'll talk about that later. But yeah, uh, man, yeah, yeah. It's 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 coming to an end tonight. Tonight is the beginning of the end, and we've all got our predictions. We all got the people that we don't want to see die, but some of them are going to die. A lot of them are probably going to die. Um, so let's start off with we said we we're gonna put together our top seven episodes of the series. So yes. I'm going to go first because after I do my list, I'm going to have to leave because I got to start making my way home. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right, so go ahead. What are your, your top seven episodes? Go. Okay, so top seven. My number, well, this is no particular order. It was really just an order of season they came from. So number one is Blackwater. Of course, the Battle of Blackwater. Um, number two is Kiss by Fire, and that's when Jamie tells Brienne his whole little backstory um, in Barrick and the Hound fight. Number three is Two Swords, and that's the episode, that's season three's premiere, I believe, when Tywin melts down Ned Stark's sword, and he splits it between Jamie and uh, Joffrey. Uh, number four is The Gift, and that's when Ramsay kills that old lady, and then <laughs> old lady Olena and Littlefinger have their little meetup about killing Joffrey, or about how they killed Joffrey. Um, and then Battle of the Bastards, self-explanatory, and this spoils the war. And then the Winds of Winter. And my notes on those two, for Exposed War, was Daenerys blows some things up, and then Winds of Winter with Cersei blows some things up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Definitely respectable, respectable list. Um, all right. Uh, Mo, what you got? No, I'm going to let you go. Okay. So, mine are in order. 
Number seven for me was season two, episode nine, Blackwater. Uh, we got Tyrion, Tyrion and Davos. We got the Hound. Cersei. Wait, hold on. So were we doing it like Armani just did, like one a season or one or seven period? Um, I did seven period because I don't have shit from season one, two, and three. Oh Damn. yeah, mine are just from mine are just period. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, yeah, I don't because I don't have anything from season one. Like really. I, I, I did it by season, like I wrote it down by season, and as I got to more than seven episodes, I started crossing shit out. Nothing from season one survived. Like right. it was just nah. So yeah, my number seven was the Blackwater Battle of the Blackwater. Um, that was our first world battle. Mad shit going on. The Hound. This is when the Hound made his presence known. Like when him him and Braun was you know that little thing there, but it was the Hound and all his glory and his like fuck the king. Um, number six. For me was season six, episode ten, Winds of Winter. Uh yeah, that was a bomb ass episode. Cersei's the Queen. Number five was season seven, episode six, Beyond the Wall. Was an amazing episode. Number four was this is when shit got hard. Honestly, shit got hard about five anyway, like the top five. So episode or number four for me was season five, episode eight, Hard Home. Came in at number four oh, for me. The, dis- the disgust. <laughs> It was, you know, it was tough because it it came down to the fact that Hard Home, and we talked about this, was literally the last 15 minutes of that episode. So it was just that impactful to me. But go ahead. It was. I mean, obviously, it was very important, but on the large scale of things, number three for me was Reigns of Castamere. Season three, episode nine, Reigns of Castamere, aka The Red Wedding, came in at number three for me. Fucking for all intents and purposes. I mean, that was like the fucking, like, realest shit. Just. It was the red wedding. Um, okay, I'm gonna slide out right here. I'm gonna let you know I'm sliding out. Okay, all right. Okay. Talk all right. to you later. <laughs> um, episode or number two for me was season four, episode nine, Watchers on the Wall. Got the Battle of the Free Folk versus the the Night um, or the uh, fucking the yeah the Wildlings versus uh, the fuck were they called? The Watchers on the Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. Um. This was John, superhero John for me. So that scene with superhero John, and then I got Tormund, and we got Tormund in action. Like that was like the only real time I feel like we really got Tormund, like really fucking people up. Mm-hmm. And then my number one was Battle of the Bastards. Uh, was number one for me. So, all right, what's your tops? Uh, numbers. My number seven. I would say the Line and the Rose, just because Joffrey dies. So, was that season four, episode two? Hey, look, felt, felt some type of way about Joffrey. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, the fact that he had to get up out of there, it was, please, please add that in the list. Even if it wasn't <laughs> the greatest episode, that I needed that moment. Yeah. That moment was very impactful for me. Uh, number six was The Reigns of Castamere, just like you said, Red Wedding, Selfish Wedding Story, very impactful on the show. Uh, number five for me was The Watchers on the Wall. Like you said, good battle scene, superhero John, Egret dies, moment, you know, all the whole nine, uh, Night's Watch wins. Uh, number four was the Winds of Winter, because, you know, Cersei's a motherfucking savage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She just said, uh, everybody, you got to go. Uh, number three was Beyond the Wall, because very, very difficult task to achieve, and you know, you lose a dragon and Danny saves a day, real theatric, you know, real suspenseful. Oh my God, they're going to die. Another night, saves the day. Mm-hmm. But your queen, whole, the whole deal. 
Number two, Hard Home, just like you said, pretty pretty good episode. And then the end, it was just like some, oh, okay, so that's what we doing, Night King? Nice. No, I didn't realize that not only would they lose thousands of people, that you're going to flip it. And then it's like Shane Sung from Mortal Kombat. Like, you just, you're just not going to lose them. You're going to lose them, and then I'm going to gain them in my army. So, um, yeah, and then obviously number one, Battle of the Bastards. For, it's really, it's really, really good episode. That, I think, and I guess we're all pretty, pretty on, on, on pace. At least, you know, our I think time. we have like six of the seven because I just, I had to get Jaffa up out of there. <laughs> you know I what? I want to put Blackwater. I want to put um, uh, when John died because just the impact, impact on the show. But nah, Jaffa dying was very made me happy. When I first started doing this list because I was doing it by season, I had actually season one episode six, Golden Crown, was on my list. But then it, like, didn't make the cut once, you know, I got to season seven. Um, so that was, like, my honorable mention episode, I guess, kind of like Joffrey getting the fuck out of here. But Golden Crown was was a, a possible. That was on the, the edge for greatness. Because that was, like, the only time we really got to see Khal Drogo, like, make his motherfucking point as yeah. well. Um, right. And that's when we started to see Danny. like, okay, yeah. She's, she's going to be doing some big things in the future, so... Uh, yeah. All right. Well, fuck. I mean, episode eight is tonight or season eight tonight. So we record right, right after. Yeah, man. I don't know why not. Now, I mean, obviously going to have some time to reflect, but I'm sure not too far after. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with like booting up like right after that shit ends. <laughs> like after we get the previews for. Well, no, nah, I mean, let me, let me, let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me get right. <laughs> Give right. in order, you know. I'm a, I'm a low key be still taking notes as it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm a watch, when I'm gonna have a phone on here, like this happened, that happened. So, all right, well, that works. All right, so on that note, um, yeah, tonight season eight kicks off, so we will be back with episode one of season eight. Um, until then, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. <laughs>